pod at the mercy. Right, there we go. It's recording. Welcome to the Taxcast. This is the cheese episode. Let's, uh, without further ado, let's move into the uh, <laughs> nation. <laughs> that was That's shocking. good. All right. right. So the first topic, Lewis, you want to run us through the um, American cheese conspiracy? Right. Yeah, this is quite a fun one, actually. Uh, the Great American Cheese Conspiracy. So you've got to wonder, like when you look at takeaway menus and stuff like that, there's, there's always cheese involved for no reason, like stuffed crust and all that jazz, right? Right. Why does that exist? Yeah. Well, we have all to right. cast our, mind backs, our minds back to the Great Depression. Cue the, Why the Great Depression. The Great Depression. So, it's America, 1920. The stock market's crashed and there's nothing going on. Everything's too expensive because nobody's got any money. <laughs> okay. Right. They just scran in cheese, bro. In America, at the time, about a quarter of the population were farmers, specifically dairy farmers. And do you know what right. came up? You know what was expensive back then? Cheese. Right. And the American government, they didn't want the cheese farmers to die. You know, they had to get some money somehow. So what did oh, they do? The, the general public couldn't afford the cheese because it was a very expensive. Yeah, so the American so government the, had to step in and so buy it. There was only like the upper class that could afford it. Yeah, but the upper class didn't have any money either because they had all the money in stocks and you know the stock market crashed. So no one could buy the money. fucking cheese. No one could buy the oh, cheese so except for so good old Uncle Sam. Nobody could, but they, the farmers had to work to produce it, but no one was buying it. Yeah, that's where good old Uncle Sam, Sam steps in, the American government, <laughs> and they subsidise all the payments. So if at any point, this still goes on to this day, if the price of cheese is more than that it, of it costs to produce, then that's fine. But if, it, if the price of cheese falls below how much it costs to produce, the American government step in and settle the difference. But this poses quite a big problem. Thousands and upon thousands of pounds worth of cheese that's got no home. So what do they do with it? I'm assuming you're going to tell us. Oh, yes, I am. With these, at this point, they had over a billion pounds of cheese. That's pounds. Just, Just a billion pounds of cheese. In surplus, yeah, that they couldn't get rid of. And what they did, they found some limestone caves in Missouri. Can I ask you a question before, quickly? Yeah. Why limestone caves? Does the limestone have anything to do with it? No, it doesn't, but it was in, like, a specific area of Missouri that you can go and visit now, which is called the, right. I don't know, Great. Is this where I'm going to the limestone, I don't know, fucking, the cheese made it, like, I don't know. God knows what. I was just wondering if it had no, any they... effect on no, no, they filled these caves with cheese and butter, and they're still full to this oh, day. Oh, right, oh, yeah. Is this where moldy cheese came from, like, originated? No, no this was this was years after that. Moldy cheese came from, like, I, I don't know, like, the 1600s. I haven't done any research on it, but, it, yeah, it was from ages ago. When we actually manufacture that, we don't just leave cheese out to rot. Like, that's fully made and processed. Ah. So insert mold into cheese yeah you inject it 
directly into the cheese. Oh, that's so, so, it, so, so there's like no cheese in the world where they just leave it to rot. No, of course not. There's a, there, well, there is a cheese they may do on a London market that's called the brain cheese, and it's like they just get a nice piece of soft cheese and let it rot over time with a certain type of mold that like cr- crusts it up with, with all wrinkles on it that look a bit like a brain. Jesus, that's about the closest uh-huh. thing. We what were you? What were you talking about earlier about the cheese with like the flies in it? That was quite. No, casu um, mazu. Yeah, that's that's illegal in most countries. It's uh, it's the cheese. I'm not surprised. That... Is that because of the maggots in it? Yeah, it's because they can jump. The maggots can jump into like. <laughs> and noses oh, and... that is mad. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's horrid. Yeah, and it's it also so like... there's a chance that it can poison you completely if you put a little bit in your mouth and you just die. I mean, you you're not not that surprising, is it? Yeah. On the topic of uh, of food that can kill you, uh, if you toss 16 apple cores into a blender and drink the whole thing, you're likely to consume enough cyanide to die. Yeah, apples can be dead poisonous, can't they? Yeah, because the seeds contain cyan- cyanogenic yeah. glycosides that turn into cyanide in you. They have that much cyanide in them. Yeah, you've got to, you've oh, got to think, though, like, when a bird eats a seed, that's like how the tree spreads in it like the bird shits out the seed and there you go wait is that a thing yeah that's like how, how trees go around the place because they make birds eat the fruit mad i did not know that yeah yeah so, you, you so, so, think so, if the, some if apple the trees just grew by birds shitting everywhere so the, the birds just eat the seeds and they shine everywhere yeah that's yeah because the well you have to like break them open to get the cyanide out so it's basically fine for them but if they were to break right. it open, then they'd repel it out at high velocity because of the poisonous quantities. Right, I feel like we've got off topic, though. So we're at the caves. We filled the caves. Yeah, with yeah, of- yeah. We've filled the caves with a load of cheese, and now the government needs to get rid of it. But they have to keep buying more every year. So fast forward to present day, or around the eighties, uh, the the American government start giving it away with welfare. Like you know what welfare is? It's basically the American benefits scheme, right? So yeah, if you look yeah. in like popular rap of the day, uh, they actually use government cheese as like a full on thing, like an entity. Right, so would the government, as part of the propaganda, would the government pay rappers to like display it in their songs? Uh, they didn't pay the rappers to display it in the songs. However, they did use advertisements quite a lot. In, like They pay companies in America to use cheese in specific recipes and advertise the use of dairy products so they can get rid of the surplus. That's a bit, that's a bit mad. Yeah. So, so they like, use all adverts and all that just to get rid of the cheese. Yeah, they uh, pay Tony the Tiger's wages. Like the voice actor, they pay his wages completely because he uses milk in the. Do they? Wait, so do you know how everyone like I, I personally don't? But if you ask most people, they love cheese. They think it's banging. They love it. Yeah, because is it's it possible in... that because I'm just wondering? I'm not sure how this would work. But is it possible that poor people ate the cheese because that's the only thing they could eat, and they were just giving it away? Everyone was buying cheese because it was getting displayed. Could we have just yeah. evolved to like cheese? That's basically the gist. Yeah, they gave away that much like American substandard cheese to 
poor people they created different recipes with it like that's why you'll see like all different kinds of meals topped with cheese grilled cheese sandwiches macaroni cheese stuffed crust all that kind of stuff and it's all because in the 1920s the government bought a load of cheese and the more you know about cheese isn't it? oh yeah. by the way you have a segment. I've looked up some random cheese facts and I'd like to air about. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'm interested. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me get this up. The most popular cheese recipe in the States is macaroni and cheese. You know, there you are around... The listen, listen, listen. There are around 2,000 different varieties of cheese. 2,000 different 2,000? There's a, a French phrase. I don't remember what it is, but there's uh, at least 365 different types of French cheese alone. It's insane. So does like, cheese just originate from America itself? No, no. Cheese started in... Oh, I don't know where, actually. I well, thought it was Greece. Surely it's like England. That. I think it's England. Do you know Queen Victoria? Yeah. In 1837... She, like, for a wedding gift, well, whenever she got married, she's just telling me a date of birth, whenever she got married, she received a giant wheel of cheddar cheese was given to her. <laughs> That's great. No, there was uh, someone who, who <laughs> took a wheel of cheddar cheese on a bus to his first date. I saw that on Twitter the other day. Cheese is amazing. Like... I mean, so you, are you like this cheese. never happened? Cheese wouldn't really be, like, a massive thing. You'd just be like... How if, if if that didn't happen, if the government didn't do what it did, what, what would cheese be today? Well, America influences everything, doesn't it? Like TV, film, food, drinks, all that kind of thing. They they influence it that much, I reckon. It'd still be like a staple food, but it'd be there wouldn't be so many recipes or like items that you can get today. Like I don't think they'd be putting cheese on chips and stuff like that. Nachos probably right. not. You know, all that You're Mexican food as well. Because that all came from, like, the American cheese storage. All the Mexican food that's got all daft cheese on it. Wait, so people who haven't been in, like, it's like say countries in Asia, they don't get influenced by America. So it's, but then again, if you think about it, cheese isn't really that big in Asia. Yeah, right? no, it's, it's more like fish and that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like, you... that's actually a bit mad, because cheese isn't, like, that big of a thing in Asia, which is something you would expect if it didn't get influenced. Like, yeah, if you about like American food, you think pizza, cheeseburgers, fries, that yeah. kind of area. But if you go to a Chinese, obviously in in England they've got like chips and stuff. But there's never, I've never seen. Correct me if I'm wrong. A recipe like a food at the Chinese that staple ingredient or even added ingredient is cheese. Yeah, that's a bit mad. That, the only thing is mad are like different cultures that are just completely different. Like. China, like, and not just Chinese people, but the whole of Asia. That is just so different to like England yeah, and it's, America. It's really different. Yeah, like, dude. Australia is the only exception. It's really far away, but because we sent that's in Oceania, isn't it? There. It's not called Oceania anymore. I don't think. I think it's it is. I don't know. They've changed it loads of times. It used to be Australasia, then it was just Australia, and it was Oceania, and now I think I think it's just Australia, but I'm not sure. Oh. Would anybody want to know where the word cheese comes from? I do. I'm interested. I like technology. The word cheese comes from Latin cassius, from which the modern word cassien is also 
derived, the earliest source is from the Porto-Indo-European root quat, which means ferment, become sour. The word cheese itself is occasionally employed in the sense that means moulded or formed. Yeah. You see, I always thought cheese originated from Greece. I mean, there, are, there is some pretty tasty Greek cheeses, like feta and halloumi. No, no halloumi Cypriot. Don't Wait, burn no. me. I don't think Greece really have much... In, I don't think America has much influence over Greece, so I think cheese is so big all of that. Well, obviously, there's, like, going to be cheeses in different places because, like, if you, as, wherever there's cows, there's going to be someone making cheese. Right. But, I don't know if you've seen how different it is. Like American cheese, fair enough. It's like a plastic slice, but they do have cheddar and yeah. Uh, but in Greece, invented it's like, polvi. But in Greece, it's like there's probably goat better, cheese, isn't it? Better oh, cheese. In America, was this guy who, like it, like it didn't melt; it just burned. Like the cheese is literally plastic. Yeah, it's oh, I hate it. It's horrible. Like they burnt it, and cheese is meant to melt, so it wasn't proper cheese, and it just burned. And it was there's like burnt like literal plastic does. Yeah, it's really. Me. Grim, but then Greece—that's like proper, proper cheese, isn't it? That's like cheese, like cheese. Yeah, that's like probably about the simplest you can get cheese. Yeah, but there's like the only cheese I can think of coming from like the Southeast Asia type place we were talking was uh, India. They have paneer, but that's nothing like cheese here. Like they use that as like a meat substitute. It's completely different around the world. That's mad. So America, I can't believe. So America's just influence cheese. Just gave us much, all cheese. Yeah. So all across Europe and all across South America and America. Just 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 influence cheese. I, I imagine the Americans had that much sway. They've got so much sway over the world with everything. They probably just started throwing advertisements down there. We're like, try this. It's tasty. They're like, yeah, that's, that's good with spice. If you actually think about it, that's actually mad how much influence America have over England, especially. Like every most celebrities you think of is American. Even the English celebrities end up moving to America. Don't like get Tom me started on Hollywood. It that is a whole rabbit hole, mate. No, Hollywood, Hollywood. Don't don't go into it. Yeah, that could be a whole other. That's a, that's for the next episode. <laughs> I'm interested with this Hollywood. The Hollywood one sounds good. There is something that's quite uh, like po- something else that's quite popular in America. It's not really an American story, but I, I've I've got it written down here in my notes. I thought it might interest you. It's on it's still in that food and drink type area, but it's actually about whiskey. Right. So, 1875, Ireland. They're making a lot of whiskey. We know about Ireland. They like a drink. Yeah. 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 In 1875. 5,000 barrels of whiskey. They all had couplers on them to, like, keep them held up. And they all fell over. And whiskey, alcohol, flammable, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. These 5,000 barrels of whiskey flowed all over the streets, all through this little town. And the Irish people took off their boots... And they started mm-hmm. filling them up with whiskey, right? And taking them all away. And they it, and then it set on fire. It put fire through all of that street, like all the all the city it was in, right? Right. What Six million euros worth of whiskey. It Six million. 
6 million euro today worth of whiskey. 13 right. people died, right? After, after this massive fire. Right. How many of them do you think died from the fire? I'm assuming not many. Not. Or I'm assuming something else has killed them, which is what your point is. Yeah, fire didn't kill them. None of them right. drowned. All One of them 13, drowned? No, none of them drowned. Oh. All 13 of these people died from alcohol poisoning. What from drinking the alcohol? Because they were drinking the street filth filled whiskey that had been running through the streets. No, that just that is the most Irish well, like, thing I've ever heard. They just all died from drinking it all. They just they drank as much as they could, obviously. It's free whiskey. You're gonna you're gonna give it a go. That wasn't recent either. That was quite a while ago when stuff like that wasn't very accessible. Yeah, no, it would have been everywhere, but like it would have been expensive. Or that's what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying it was like a luxury, in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In a a little village, if you have alcohol everywhere, you like you've probably never really had it before, or if you've had only little tiny amounts. You see that much whiskey when you're that. No, it was in Dublin city, so I reckon they would have had plenty of whiskey, but the like it's that it was free. Wow. Yeah. Six million euro, and thir- only 13 people died of alcohol poisoning. I think I suppose the rest of them can handle their drink. Wait, so did any of them burn to death? No one burned to death in this massive fire. Did they so, start so, the fire? It was literally just the alcohol poisoning. Yep. There are a couple of injuries, obviously, from like falling over and getting twigs and stuff floating at you. They'd all be levered, wouldn't they? Yeah, I... I it's sort of it, the problem extinguishes itself in the end because, like, obviously the alcohol burns off, and then you've just got a puddle of warm, foul-smelling liquid. But yeah, yeah, that's a little interesting anecdote. Well, it's not an anecdote. That's not a personal story, but it's a little. <laughs> All right, Lewis. Before we finish off the podcast. Would you like to give us a bit of a teaser for the Hollywood episode? Let's just say every music video you've ever watched is a lie. Oh, oh. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the end of that. that was... Anyone who managed to stumble across this, cheers for giving us a view. Thanks for watching. Like it. You know you want to. You know you want to. You know you want to. You just remember the awesome journey of cheese. In it now you know about cheese. Tomorrow you can learn about Hollywood, and we're gonna we're planning on having some guests on here soon. So yeah, look forward to it. Okay, that's been the end of Taxcast episode one.